0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lubros Bros Podcast, episode 32. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, alongside me, as always, resident Daryl. Selfie
1: Barrage. What's up, man? Welcome back. What's so, up, brother? Brother, brother, brother. How you doing, brother? What well, tell you what, man. It's really late. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my favorite thing about Fourth of July this past week was all of the the uh, gifts of Hulk Hogan playing uh strumming the american flag guitar for days dude it it was like i got on facebook at the end of the day you know and i wanted to put a little line about you know the fourth in our facebook group i really wanted to do something a little more um uh liberty charged liberal (laughs) no not liberal liberty (laughs) and uh and so i turned on facebook man it was like Like four or five instantly. It was like Hogan, 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 Hogan. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I had a a Tricky make second guess on myself because I posted a picture of Guile from Street Fighter. Yeah. And I always make the joke that no one loves their country more than Guile because he has a tattoo of American flag on both arms. And Tricky was like, well, actually, it's one arm, but it's flipped depending on what side he's on. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's both arms. But you know, it's one of those things where like you're you're like 100% sure until somebody questions it. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to go Google this. So I went and Googled it. And sure enough, there's a picture of Gal from his artwork for Street Fighter Alpha 3 uh, with his arms crossed. American flag, both
1: arms. Both sides. Sonic, boom. Two flags at the same time. Dang straight. Always wanted to do that, man. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, it was uh, a... <laughs> So, um, shout out to uh, Josh Adams, friend of the show. He posted like <laughs> this big redneck dude, um, posing <laughs> with the American flag. And apparently, uh, per my wife, that the guy did like bourgeois or bougie, however you say it, bourgeois pictures. So you know how women take all the sexy photos yes. of them in their lingerie and they like pose or whatever? Well, apparently he did that with like an American flag and his overalls, <laughs> and my wife said that the dude's got like twenty or thirty photos out there. That's really funny. Um, so I saw Josh Adams had posted it, and I was like, "That's perfect." <laughs> so I put it in our group. Uh, we had that's a amazing. fantastic uh, fireworks show here at the lake. It was really, really good. Like,
0: yeah, we we were looking for some places to, to come watch fireworks. I posted on Facebook. And, uh, of course, I've got, like, some of the most sarcastic, or, like, replies. Like, <laughs> a shout-out to Frank, who told me to just go outside. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't wrong. Um, but, yeah, I found out about the fireworks display at your in your neighborhood about 30 minutes after it was over. So that didn't do me any good.
1: Yep. Me and Ma, we were, um, because we were off of work that day, uh i did like a eight hour work day here at the house you know just knocking out projects mounting tvs uh putting up ceiling fans just things that i've been putting off for a long time and uh my wife and i were we put up a shelf in my son's room my oldest room uh and uh she was like hey uh frosty and kim are looking for a place to go watch fireworks should we invite them over here? I was like, "heck yeah, let them know." I was like, "it's gonna be good," and it was, man. It was a, it was a really, really good showing.
0: That's pretty cool. We usually buy a bunch of fireworks, but uh, it was, we didn't get a chance to like celebrate on the fourth like we usually do. So uh, my uncle uh, Jeff, he was gonna buy some tonight, but the place that's in our town was closed. Which is weird because they're usually open up at. Le- they're usually open at least a week after New Year's and the fourth. We've been going there for years, but I don't know. They just they weren't open, so we didn't get to enjoy fireworks. So we got to wait till the New Year's.
1: Huh. Well, that doesn't. Uh, it's funny because like, <laughs> I had my uh I had my my pistol on me, and I was like, <clears throat> man, all these all these fireworks, Trigger. I just want to fire a few shots off. And told my wife, I said, when, "Whenever the fireworks show starts going, I'm gonna pull my gun out and start shooting in the air." I said, "No better way to celebrate your uh, Independence Day than uh, by by exercising your God-given right to bear arms." <laughs> She's like, "I don't think you're gonna you should do that. You'll probably get arrested." Sure enough, we've upgraded yeah, security go, yeah. down here at the lake uh, in our neighborhood, <laughs> and so we've got armed guards now. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this is the." F-. Of course, last year they they we didn't have that, so this year I'm like, "Oh well, I guess she's right. I guess if I pulled it out and fired a few rounds off, I might actually get in trouble."
0: Yeah, that would not be a good idea. I I believe there was a fake uh, threat somewhere. It was some firework show that was going on somewhere, and somebody was basically cried wolf and was saying there was a shooting when there really wasn't, which is. Yeah. awful <laughs> like don't do that don't do that kids don't do that
1: all, all right if right, you yeah. do like ems and stuff went by our neighborhood like 20 times i'm like kid lord i bet ems workers just love this holiday <laughs> it's like fourth of july everyone set themselves on fire drunk as freak so some idiots actually out there really shooting a gun not me <laughs> <laughs> not, <it. laughs> not this time
0: uh you know what the best part about it is what's that this conversation has nothing to
1: do with video games yeah those are the best conversations
0: but we will start the show off right with a toast toast to freedom toast to freedom toast to america
1: so we are recording at 1 30 a.m eastern time the only real time and i am not cracking open a gridlock i just want to throw that out there no, it's much too late to get diarrhea. No, yep, Deuce. Sorry, there might be a few times that during the show where I call my dog. Um, poor dude's got a nasty ear injury right now, and uh,
0: he got shot by a stray bullet. Come, here. Come on,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I have to keep reassessing his his head bandage. So if uh, if I call him throughout the show, I just want to go ahead and apologize to the listeners. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, you got. He got shot by a stray bullet. Some wackadoodle was out there shooting his gun <laughs> during a, a family fireworks display. Freedom! Ah. Freedom! Tap, tap, tap. Okay. Uh, so we're, gonna, we're going to toast to our good friend Derek. He got married a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> we're just now uh, able to sit down and record. But uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Derek and his new wife, Sarah. Uh, congratulations to you both. And we love you and uh Ariba Durchy Tanner Tanner <laughs> Ariba <dirt> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Tanner would say he loves you too, but he's not here.
1: That's kinda weak, but Maybe maybe Tricky so, won't be too grossed out on that one. Nah, old Tricky. But
0: anyways. Still salty at him for questioning my Street Fighter knowledge. I
1: mean, you know, he got, he got to keep you on your toes, brother. So.
0: Uh, true that. Speaking of keeping me on my toes,
1: what are you playing? I am playing um, the weirdest freaking game I've ever played in my life. And I am... I couldn't be more happy. Like, dude, I am playing a game called Killer is Dead. Came out on the PS3. Uh... It has a devil may cry bayonetta fight style with a wild looking cel shaded um, art style. It does some of the wildest crap you've ever seen in your life, dude. Like I can't even I can't even begin to explain this game. Um, Killer is dead. He, Killer is dead. I, I highly recommend you watch some videos on it. Uh, Unless, you still have your 360, so if you get a chance to pick it up, it's really cheap. Um, I I do, I recommend picking it up. Even if you pick it and just play the first, like, level or two, well, excuse me, level three is actually where you fight your first boss, but, like, the the first two levels are just tutorial, and they go real fast. Um, Okay. There's, oh my gosh, dude, I wanted to talk about this game. I started it a few weeks ago and I told you guys on the show I played like the first level or the two, like first two levels uh, just to kind of get like, like I said a tutorial, nothing special it plays good and it looks cool but that's about my takeaway at the time so now I've played through several chapters and oh my gosh this freaking game dude like <laughs> first off all of the women are very, very um, well endowed. <laughs> okay, and it it's very Japanese in that fashion. So,
0: like <laughs> I'm turning Japanese.
1: Basically, it's like um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think about the best way to put it. it it's 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 got a, it's a tad pervy. Um, and what I'm, what you have to do is like you're an assassin, okay, and you work for a firm of assassins and people just come in and they bring you a picture of who they want you to kill and they say kill this person. And then... Um, but he's dead. And basically you just take the contract with little to no <laughs> pushback. And w- during your missions while you're you know, going through your, your assassin stuff um you find these like naughty nurses hidden in random places and and basically what they do is they give you they give they these giant syringes and they give you blood and if you can imagine there's a game i'm trying to think about the name of it like you have like a half robotic arm and it's half organic like not like your body organic but like like a symbiote looking organic um so you're you got some half cyborg stuff going on and 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 you, some of your weapons are charged by blood so, when you find the little naughty nurses, it, it like there's actually a purpose to them other than to show anime cleavage. Um,
0: just so we're clear, okay, when you say you you talk about the women in this game being very voluptuous, yes, very anime,
1: very anime, it's very, very just Japanese.
0: Want, just want to make sure you are appropriating the culture correctly, yes, because,
1: yeah, I'm not trying to offend any, uh. Uh, Weaboos? Is that a thing? That is. I that, uh, googled it. That is a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way. So, um, <laughs> so uh, anime naughty nurses giving you blood. And when you find them, you unlock like side missions. It, like challenge missions or whatever. And uh, anyway, so you're playing through the game. And it's fast-paced, devil may cry, bayonetta, slasher, tons of blood, Cool combos, crazy finishing moves. Like the game is fun. It is awesome. Um, and then it's got the weird Japanese fan servicey stuff. Um but, but there's these like the way you get new weapons in the game is you have to do these weird dating s- like. <laughs> you have to go on dates with these with these girls that that I don't know if I'm unlocking them when I find the nurses or what. Basically what you have to do is you make money per mission. And you take your money that you make from your missions and you have to buy gifts. And these gifts get more and more expensive. They they range from a stick of gum to perfume, roses, certain amulets and things like that. And so what you do is you unlock these um, these uh these mission or excuse me these little dates with these women, and you have to like look at them until your flirt meter goes up. But if they catch you staring at them, it makes the it makes the meter go down. So you have to look at them to gain points or whatever. And then when oh you when you get your flirt meter up, you can give them a gift. But when you give them a gift, and you like let's say they fall in love with you. Then you know there's like a little like uh scene where y'all walk off together or whatever. screen goes black, but then she they're like, "I made you this thing, and it's like this these crazy, weird blasters for your robot arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like if it's like if Quentin Tarantino made a grindhouse anime slasher video game. Like that's what this feels like. It's the wildest thing ever. It's so weird and good. Like so. Um, but dude, it's 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 crazy. So like they're in the 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 bosses are insane. Um, it's got a parry system, and when you parry, you certain levels of parry. Like if you if you nail it, and you barely nail it, you might get like a like a disarm. Or you might just you know like grab them and, and shove them away. If you know your right. if you know your parry like perfectly, you get like a slow motion that will allow you to do some sometimes like really crazy combos, sometimes instant kills so it it, it's got like the mechanics are really good and it's fun and fast and fluid but it's also like rewarding to like try to get better so you're not just hammering the square button the whole time like it actually pays to learn how to play the game because you do cooler stuff um and of course certain enemies you know you can't just slash them the whole time but uh either way really really fun game like i'm loving the crap out of it uh (laughs) <laughs> like cutting people's heads off and just like crazy stuff. Whoa, whoa, that's violent. Yeah, is is wild. Um, so I'm at thirty three games um beaten this year so far. Um, ranging from, you know, real short uh Vita games to some multi you know, open world games that I've had to beat, you know, with forty plus hour kind of stuff. Um, I beat Detroit Become Human this week. That was my uh, treadmill game for the past several weeks. Yes. Um, Freaking fantastic. Like, so good. Uh, Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, The ending. Was it My Name is Mayo Good? um, Not quite My Name is Mayo Good, but it was uh, in the the heavy (laughs) rain kind of good kind of range. Um, Speaking of heavy rain, if uh, anyone listening to the show wants to play through heavy rain, and do a game club podcast at the end of the month. Uh, I would love to make that happen. Um, Listeners, uh, fellow podcasters, anything, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would love to get a group of people together and just talk about the game. Um, I'm going to start Heavy Rain in the morning. Uh, It'll be my second playthrough. That's going to be my next treadmill game. So... Cool thing about those, you know, those those games where their cameras are somewhat fixed and your movements aren't dependent on, you know, what I'm saying, multiple joysticks going in different directions, so it doesn't throw my equilibrium off, and I can uh, <laughs> actually jog and and play the game at the same time. So
0: I just picture you trying to place like something a little bit more complex. It's just falling off the tree. Oh, dude,
1: I have gotten close. So I can't, I can't do like a, like a good steady jog and play games yet. Like I'm, I'm doing like a a fast walk wimpy jog, but it works because like, um, what was a Monday and Tuesday, like Monday I did uh, a mile and a half and Tuesday I did two and a half miles and that's, you know, it brought me to the end of the game. So, um, it's good, man. A really good game. I really enjoyed it. I'm uh, very, very glad that I got it and I played it, and I am excited to go to the Platinum. Um, I did a little bit of trophy cleaning up uh, on the treadmill yesterday, um, but i got to be careful because <laughs> I haven't gotten my 100th Platinum yet, and I could seriously see myself Platinum in that game this weekend if, I'm not, if, I, if I wanted to so
0: what would you do with it if you just accidentally popped a plat on your 100 would you be upset
1: I mean I've got games that I'm not touching because I'm so close to the platinum um and or if I put any amount of time in them I'll, I'll get it I've got a few games um on, on the Vita that are you know one to four hour platinums so I try to keep something like that in, 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 kind of in circulation in between bigger games um just so that I don't get burnt out on like if I'm playing a bigger game that's not necessarily giving me a ton of trophies I don't want to get like I don't want to stop playing it just because I want to pop some trophies so a lot of times I try to keep something that I can play um, at work on my breaks or you know if I got an hour or two here sitting here watching the kids do something so as soon as I hit number 100 I'll, I'll make it from 100 to 110 pretty quick just from the stuff that i got just sitting here in front of me waiting. Cool. But that's that's pretty much it for me. What you been playing, brother?
0: I uh, was playing some Shadow of Colossus. Um, I kind of put it down for a while to take a break, I guess, because I borrowed another game from you, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, I have jumped back into Tekken 7. Uh, That game is, every time I... Get, come back to that game I forget how incredibly complex it is while still retaining a lot of its fun because I mean there are like we're kind of in this age now where they're making games more accessible to people Um, you know maybe other than like the the Souls games those don't count right those are made to be hard but like a lot of games now they they want them to be accessible like they want it to where if you die you start back right here and Try it again. If you're playing a fighting game, it's going to be, you know, you could press this button over and over again and do a really cool high damage combo, right? Which is okay. You know, it draws in a casual crowd, but there's some games out there like Tekken that it still hold its, like, roots to where it's a very challenging game and you have to really spend a lot of lab time knowing your character and learning, like, frame data and matchups and stuff. And um, I'm not getting that serious into the game, you know, but it's, it's fun to revisit this game, especially when there are a few characters in the Tekken universe that I really enjoy using, which is what really draws me to play it. Like King is like one of my favorite fighting game characters and it's always a blast to use him, but, um, it's fun coming back to this game, man. It's, you know, like, like I told you a while back, like you really have to, like, you can still enjoy the games from mashing Buttons. But the game really shines whenever you spend the time to actually learn your character, and like learn counter hits, and you know, like, cause you can do like a counter hit into a full combo and stuff, and that's just so satisfying in this game. So jump back into that; it's a lot of fun um, to try to balance. You know, so I'm, I don't get so burned out from playing like Dragon Ball Fighters. I'll take a break, play some Tekken, and, and then I'll you know switch off between the two, uh, or I'll jump in like some Street Fighter or something. So. Been dabbling in that, but I have mostly been playing God of War. Oh yeah! Finally borrowed it from you. That game is fantastic. And I know I'm just kind of echoing what everyone's been saying, right? Of course, there's people out there that are like, "Oh, it's overrated." Oh, oh, Sony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but screw those people. This is a great game. It's not Fortnite. It's not Fortnite. It's not Dark Souls. Um. Really good game. Uh, I really think the this game where this game really shines is the like the father son relationship, like the the way they tell the story, and they show you how Kratos' character has really evolved, and like he's still Kratos, but he's also evolved in a way. You know, like there's a moment in the game. Kit, um, can, can I spoil it? Um, <laughs> Is it, are we ready? Are we ready yet? Has, has it been long
1: enough? Uh, I would stay. Cl- I would stay clear of spoilers if you can. Who are you? What have you done with? Darryl? I mean, like we'll do our spoiler show. He's, we never did a spoiler show because we were waiting on Josh, and it was one of those things to where Tanner and I were going to do it, but it, it was like Josh finally finished a big boy game. And then Josh never came back, so
0: it took it out of him, man. (laughs) I finally finished the game. game. I'm done. (laughs) And retired from video games. He is about all about that weightlifting on life. I mean got all the weights
1: every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. Or a (laughs) day. I'm still playing some games.
0: Um, well I will say there's a moment in the game that really kinda made me smile where you see a side of Kratos you've never seen before. And it really shows you how, like I said, not to be a broken record, but it shows you how much his character's evolved and it shows you, like, how he's starting to understand his son more. Yep. Right. And, like, who his son's becoming. And the realization that, oh, snap, I just revealed, I just dropped a bomb on my son. I don't know how he's going to take it. And he doesn't take it well <laughs> at first. Yeah. And, uh, you really start to like realize the i guess in a way it's like the um what it's like to be a parent in that moment, you know, like I know my son's still young, but I see you know a lot of my friends like you included where you know you have these moments where it's like, oh man, kids are great, they're such a blessing, you know my daughter's starting dance, my son's playing soccer, life's great, and then like the next day you'll you'll be like oh, my God, my son just crapped on the floor and rubbed it all over my <laughs> wife. <laughs> so, like, But, you know, it kind of shows you that in a game where it's like, you know, his son's great and he's bubbly and he's wanting to go on an adventure and then there's, like, this side of his son you see in the game without spoiling it where it's like, oh, man, this just got real. Like, this went zero to 60 in, like, an instant, you know? Yeah. And um, other than the story, though, the gameplay is, is phenomenal. It's brutal, you know, as always. It's fast-paced. It's addicting. Um, there are a lot of, like, I wouldn't say fetch quests. There are there are side quests in the game, which I didn't really realize there was. i got to be honest. Like, I didn't really follow this game that much because I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to play it and just experience it without it being spoiled. So I started playing it, and I'm seeing, that, like, there's missions they give you where you can, like, travel to different parts of the map and, you know, um, help out NPCs. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, I could dig that. Um, but they're fun and they're very rewarding you know it's not just like you don't just get like experience you'll get like an item that'll help you or something you yeah know? Um, which really makes it worthwhile uh, the universe is, is phenomenal I think you the setting the environment it's just oh man it's so cool Like at one point I was traveling uh, in my boat to a, a one side of the map and i turned around and looked in the distance and could see the world serpent oh dude just kind of like thing is floating so cool. yeah and i'm like oh my god that's so cool
1: have you have so, you actually talked to the world serpent yet yeah yeah with uh Mamir. yeah did you yes did you do it with headphones or you just yeah i did with headphones. oh my gosh dude did that not sound amazing it did it i really thought did. that was one of the coolest sound things in video games
0: yeah it was it was fantastic um i will say my probably my own if i had a gripe about the game just one gripe i would probably have to say that well two gripes one some of the skills on the skill tree seem like dump skills like some of them just don't seem useful like um like there's this move where you can while you're running barehanded and you press r1 you'll do like a lunge punch to knock your enemies back and then there's one where if you're running you press r2 to use your shield to do a shield bash and I kind of feel like one of those is better than the other it's like if you have the shield bash why use the lunge punch you know Um, which isn't a big gripe because there are a lot of useful skills but at the same time there's also uh, or my other gripe rather is some of the enemies seem cut and paste yeah you know like you fight those trolls a lot in the game It's cool every time, I don't get me wrong. (laughs) Um, But I feel like that was a little overdone. Coming from, like, you know, God of War has always had, like, a lot of enemies. A lot of different types of enemies. Um, Now, I will say the boss battles have been great so far. I'm sure I have a lot more boss battles coming up. Because I'm not, I don't even know how far I am in the actual game. But I know I'm pretty far. I've been playing it for a, a while now. I'd say I'd have, probably have about 50 hours in the game. Already? So, yeah, I've, I've been playing a lot. Yeah, <laughs> then again, I don't know. I haven't checked. I mean, I'd say on the low end, probably 35.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think I got about 35 hours into it to beat it.
0: Yeah. Did you do a lot of side missions, I though? did.
1: I did. But I, I, there's still a lot still for me to do. So um, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of like like I gotta get the ravens and there's uh armor sets that I'm missing so I think I did air, oh my god I, the ravens you know
0: what? there's so many of those things yeah there's a lot of them so I have like twenty and a fifty one
1: <laughs> yeah I think I have like twenty seven or twenty nine or something like that so um, yeah. it's a good game though I really enjoy it
0: yeah I'm I'm just hoping that I'm not getting to a point in the game where the boss battles dwindle away because I really want like at least two more satisfying boss battles and I think I'll be happy. So we'll have to wait and see, you know. Um we know there's a sequel coming. I mean I'm sure they've already announced and
1: they it. They said that they've got everything lined up to do five more God of War games. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean I'll buy it. I mean it will be sixty by the time they all come out but It, it
0: would be bought. Yeah, and playing this game has really made me want to go back and play the other games.
1: See, I don't know that I can because the combat is so good in this one.
0: Yeah, the combat's the combat was never really bad. Uh, I like it. they were no, very fast. it was very Devil May Cry. You know, like you knock your enemy up, you juggle them, do a air combo, smash them down for a finisher. Um, it was fun. My only gripe about the old ones was sometimes was the camera. Yeah, and there was a lot of platforming elements. A lot like, of
1: platforming,
0: and it had that punishing difficulty at times where you die, you had to start back at the beginning yep. of the level. That that was a thing too. Um, I know I played God of War Ascension. And that was like the first game I played on PlayStation now, and it was pretty tough for me. And it had a lot of stupid platforming moments where, like, I would jump thinking I could make it, and I would fall. <laughs> Then have to do this irritating part all over again but that's why we play games the challenge yeah. <clears throat> but god of wars great game highly recommend it i have, uh i might after i give you your copy back i might seriously th- consider buying my own copy i liked it that much yeah
1: it's a good game man like uh yeah i'm gonna get that
0: platinum which tanner got the platinum this week yep shout out to tanner the platinum
1: yep too bad he's too lame to be here to tell you about it oh I mean,
0: shots fired. fired. Oh, sucker but You have a point. I don't know what that means, but moving on. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing.
1: I got, I got um one more. Uh, I'm looking up the dude man Broham's name. Shout out to Gab underscore Nation. Um, Joker hit me up earlier this week while I was playing Unit 13 on my Vita. A <laughs> unit, a uh, unit, and uh. Which i gonna call it. Um, we played through the multiplayer stuff on Unit 13, got those trophies. So um, I'm all set to Platinum Unit 13 if I can ever get through the missions. Because <laughs> some of those missions are really tough. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I told him I'd give him a shout out, um, you know, hoping that he would check the show out uh, after we played the game together.
0: Now we're going to bring back an old segment we like to call "News for Noobs," and this is where we just share some of the recent noob uh, noobs. <laughs> where we share some of the recent news and video game uh... history.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say history.
0: Technically, this history. Yes, this is about a week old. Uh, but just starting off, uh, Hollow Knight has sold more than two hundred fifty thousand. units on the Switch in its first two weeks. I say units. It's probably digitally, but uh, I think that's pretty cool. Have you seen that game?
1: Uh, I I saw like a little bit on it. I hear that it's good.
0: I know that's not your type of game because you're not a big platformer fan, but that game looks cool, man. I might look into buying that on Steam and play it. It just looks, looks fun. It looks challenging. Most games like that are, but I mean... That's pretty cool. I like to hey, check that out. A lot of the
1: podcasts I listen to, they, a lot of those guys are saying that um, they'll play it. But you know what? It's, it's got that vibe to it of all the other games that these podcasters like that I always end up not liking. So we'll see. I'm, I'll, I'll if, I, if I catch it on sale or something, I'll check it out. I'm not opposed to it. Um, speaking of Switch, though, um, <laughs> my kids are you know, kind of mentioning more and more they want to Switch. And so my son, he's he's been saving his money, he's been doing chores, and uh, I gave him a little bit of a uh, birthday money and stuff like that. Joker's got him like a 140 dollars saved up or whatever. So I, I huh. was like, "Dang, son!" I was like, "Let's, yeah, let's." Uh, got more money than me. To get you a switch, you know? I said, uh, "If you wanted to, you could trade in or sell that Xbox One upstairs."
0: Do it. No balls. Well, he
1: thought about it, and then he decided against <laughs> it. So I'm proud of him. I'm really proud of that kid, oh. dude, because, like, we, we like, have gone shopping and gone out places, and he's, like, looked at a lot of stuff and then chose not to buy things. You know? like That's hard, That's hard for a kid. Yeah, dude. He just chose to say, you know what? I'm just going to save my money. I'm just going to save my money. Like, he wanted that like, Jurassic World Evolution, um, but it wasn't out when we went looking for it. Like, it came out this past Tuesday, I believe. Right. A week ago, we were out and about, and I was like, well, let's, if we can find it, we'll get it. So he was willing to spend $60 on it that day, and then, you know, like the game wasn't out yet. I was like, okay, cool, no big deal. And then I was like, hey, it's out. Do you want to go get it? He goes, no, I think I'm just going to save my money, finish the games I have. I was like, oh, wow. Where did you learn this discipline? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a responsible dude right there, man.
1: Yeah, uh, super proud of him.
0: So Jim Carrey is reported to play Doctor Robotnik in a live-action Sonic movie. <laughs> now, I could totally see this, and I would be behind this 100%. If Jim Carrey wasn't such a fruit bag right now, <laughs> dude. You know, it's
1: sad because I was such a big Jim Carrey fan, you know, for years and years of my life, and now he's just like a. Not only is he like a garbage human being. But like, he's just a weird. He is so weird. <laughs> like it's just, it's incredible how weird he's gotten.
0: Yeah, and I know this won't resonate with a, with some of our viewers, but it's like he went off on this binge and started painting weird pictures of of our president. Yep. Like President Trump on like on a crucifix yeah. and President Trump with a alien baby i don't know you know (laughs) weird stuff and which you know you're thinking well it's just he's just painting pictures what's so weird about that but he's also just an all-around weird guy
1: and he goes on these rants and rants and raids of just all this stuff and he's just not you know he's not in a good place (laughs) and i i say that as a fan who um yeah, you know, used to, someone who used to really like Jim Carrey. Oh but man, like,
0: Jim Carrey movies were my life when I was growing right, up. Right, <laughs> but it, like a, G, a Jim Carrey movie coming out, you knew it was going to be good.
1: But even even people who actually like know this guy in real life say he's not he's not well. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know it is what it is. You know, yeah. I don't know that I'll I, mean, I, I don't know t- that I'll seek out this movie. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, my thing is though, I could totally see him playing it. And doing good at it, you know. It's probably gonna have a lot of humor, much like the Grinch. You yeah. know, um, I'm I'm cool with that, but I just a live action Sonic movie just it's such a weird concept. It's <laughs> like a live action Mario movie. Like the original was not only was the movie awful, but they had like so many bad things happen, like like on set and stuff, and it was just a movie that wasn't meant to be. <laughs> I think even Bob Hoskins didn't know it was even based off of a video game. Otherwise, he like he wouldn't have taken the role if he knew that it was based off of a video wow. game. Which, which how do you how do you not know what Mario is like? think <laughs> like everyone knew what Mario was. That's why it sold so many copies.
1: Huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Could you, going back to um, Sonic, though, like could that I can't even imagine how that would work. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Get it. if, it's, if he's a dot robotnik and he's going to look somewhat humanoid, Sonic's got to be full CG. Yeah. Unless. I mean, because you did they, say it was live it action, before. correct?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Unless they're going to, like, it's going to be weird. You know, I hope they don't do the thing where they, like, it's all, like, makeup, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, then again, I mean, CG could work, but. I don't know. When you mix CG with live action, sometimes it just looks stupid. do
1: go right. Yeah. That's going to be it's
0: like some it's like something's not right, man.
1: It's going to be a turd. I'm calling it now. If it ever comes out.
0: Yeah. And then Sonic's going to come out and be pansexual and everyone's going to uh. be giving
1: it tins. <laughs> him and Him and Tails are going to have some weird some weird tail oh, God. fetish. <laughs>
0: yeah. Till spins. Oh. Hi. Uh, okay <laughs> Shinmu 3 which is still in development uh, apparently still a thing uh, will reportedly require a hundred gigabytes to install
1: on your PC so this game seems like it's gonna be pretty big. that's what she said uh, It's weird man mm-hmm. because like I, like I heard the game got pushed right so it's in development cool it's pushed. To next year, fine. We haven't really seen anything on it, and then they're saying it's going to be a hundred gigs, yeah. which yeah. tells me you'd need to have a playable version of the game, right? Yeah, because if you still got assets to make, and you still got textures to make, and you still got you know, what I'm saying cutscenes, it, I would imagine that you're. You're not just guessing. You're not just throwing... It's like we got a dart board with different numbers on it, and whatever we land on is the number we're going to tell people they need. You right. Know, imagine you got to have at least the build of it.
0: I wonder if it was one of those things where they're like, hey, how far along is the game? And they're like, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. <laughs> <It's gonna> be <laughs> big
1: a- but is it going to be today?
0: <laughs> like, I I just think it's funny how we've, we found out about this game... Or at least the Kickstarter, just the Kickstarter campaign, like a couple years ago now, yep. and we haven't really heard a whole lot about the game other than how big it's going to be, you know. Which I guess is cool, which means there's going to be a lot to do in the game. But I'm wondering if, like, if the game's going to be 100 gigs just because it's going to be like this gorgeous piece of, you know, this gorgeous masterpiece, you know, like, like, like God of War, or is it going to be like? A decent-looking game with just a lot to do. You know? It's
1: gonna be uh, a forklift simulator. Oh, God. you know, like in the in the original, and you could drive a, or Shimu two, you could drive a forklift. And the Shimu games were like kind of revolutionary for the fact that they were the first open-world games, kinda, and not necessarily the first ones ever, but like the first ones to give you like side quests in the vein of you can do this thing and you can do this thing and you can drive a forklift and go to work. Mm. Like uh, the Yakuza yeah. games are like that where you can basically do anything <laughs> and crazy stuff in the Yakuza games.
0: You can go to work and then come home and beat the crap out of everyone.
1: All right, That's my favorite.
0: So Amy Hennig, former director of Uncharted and former writer of the Legacy of Kane series. That's a typo. For some reason, it says Legacy of Alan in the notes. Just <laughs> just, a, just, a side note. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: his name was Alan Kane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> former writer of Legacy of Alan Awake.
1: <laughs>
0: um, former director of Uncharted, former writer of Legacy of Kane series, Amy Hennig, has left the EA Star Wars project. project has been since halted and shelved until further notice. Um, okay, that kind of sucks because... I would have really liked to see a Star Wars project directed by her. She has a very good rap sheet. And we know that like the story of that game just would have been phenomenal, right? Uh, kind of bummed out that, that EA would be the publisher. But whatever. Money talks. Um, but I'm also interested to see what she has in store. Because last time I spoke to you, she has a new studio. She's yep, going to be
1: forming. Looks like from what I've read and heard... They're going to be focusing on some. It's going to be an indie studio that's going to do a little bit of VR stuff, as well, you know, maybe a couple of small games and some VR stuff.
0: I can get down. I can get down with that. I man. mean, she's a. I don't know much about her other than the fact that one Uncharted is amazing, two Legacy of Kane is amazing. <laughs> like, if there's if there's any takeaway from the Legacy of Kane series in general, Soul Reaver included, is the writing was always really really good. Like, even going back and playing the first one. Just the way they tell the story is so good. Yeah. Like,
1: I wish they put gameplays uh, on current gen.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Like gameplays a little dated, you know, it's got like that top down bird's eye view kind of, you know, uh, I guess more like a darker version of like link to the past, you know? Um, but still really cool. Cool story.
1: Cool story. I would,
0: I would, I would love to see, that series make a comeback.
1: love to see Legacy of Kane rise again.
0: Yes. Uh, Pokemon Go has seen an uptick in player activity, the highest since the summer of its launch, estimated around 147 million total players, according to Superdata. Now, this was like two weeks ago, so it's probably more now. Still unclear as to whether or not that number is accurate, though. Uh, could it be due to the announcement of the Nintendo Switch exclusives Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Um, I thought this was pretty interesting because I have actually wondered, like, if Pokemon Go was still a big thing. I know I have a few people I know personally who still play. I know one guy goes on, like, raids still.
1: (laughs) Couple of nerds. Nerds.
0: But, yeah, they'll go out, and, uh, he actually lives in in New York, and he'll get a bunch of friends together, and they'll go out and do Raids, and I guess go out and maybe bar hop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pick up chicks. (laughs) Hey baby, I just got back from playing Pokemon Go.
1: Oh, do me I wanna do it. Oh <laughs> I'll,
0: play I'll play with you, Pokeballs.
1: <laughs> Poke go to the polls. Yeah. Just remember, all you poker fans, Hillary Clinton is one of yours. <laughs> I'm with her. Yep, she's in the raids. She has AIDS, what? <laughs> I mean, probably. Look where her husband is. <laughs>
0: Do me a favor, Daryl. Don't ever talk about Madam Fat Suit on the (laughs) show again. Uh, (laughs) Oh man, I love it was just me and you that we could just (laughs) talk bad about. Hey, whatever. (laughs) Lesbian (laughs) Democrat. Yes. Oh man, Uh, we're gonna get emails. Good. (laughs) (laughs) We need emails. That's right. Uh, Arc System Works is working on a new fighter based off the hit anime Kill la Kill. And a demo of the game may be ready to play at Evo, says developer. Uh, That's kind of fast, though, because this game just got announced. So um, I'm not sure if it's going to play anything like Fighters. Uh, Just being honest, I haven't really looked up a whole lot on the game. I know it's going to be different. It's going to be pretty interesting. But I I think it's worth mentioning because Arc System Works is killing it right now. Like fighters killing the game is, yes. (laughs) I see what you did there. Their um. Dragon Ball Fighters is still currently leading the race for registered players at Evo this year. Um, a lot of people expect that to maybe die off by next year. uh, Until it because I mean it's
1: season three of Vegeta's.
0: Yes, and uh which I'll be buying. <laughs> and uh but it's a great game, you know, like it's they've really I think they really knocked it out of the park with this one. Uh but I think it's cool that they're introducing more anime fighters into the mix because eventually, you know, they'll they'll we'll, we'll probably get a Naruto fighter or,
1: you know, you got that uh that Jump Force coming. That's got Naruto.
0: I think it's cool, you know. I I like to see something that really appeals to Fans of anime, you know, because like for years we wanted a really good Dragon Ball fighting game, and we got the Budokais and stuff, which were okay, but like they weren't good traditional fighting games. Like you'd never see them at Evo. Now we have that, and so if they can just build on that, I think it'd be great.
1: So is that the standard? You know, like if it's played at Evo, if people compete at Evo with it, then that means it's like, um, it's got street credit with the with the hardcore.
0: I mean, it helps, you know. Um, There's the thing about like things like Evo and and most like major tournaments is it's kind of split. Like the fans are split. It's the same way here too. It's 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 really weird. Okay, you have your people who consider themselves real fighting game connoisseurs. That's the people that play Street Fighter, Tekken, and Smash, um, Guilty Gear. But then you have the people that are split. On the other side, and those are the people that play Smash. And you think I'm kidding? Like, there's people that come to local tournaments now who play Smash who don't know a thing about Street Fighter. And I've taught to these people, you know, this fighting game that's been around for like 30 years mm-hmm. and essentially was what created the fighting game community, right? Like you, like I went to a local. This was months ago, and there's a guy there who was. Uh, just kind of chilling behind us, watching one of our matches, and he was, like, asking questions about Street Fighter, like, things that he, it's like things that everyone knew, it's like common knowledge, you know, with Street Fighter, but he was, like, asking questions, I'm like, where has this dude been for 30 years, <laughs> you know, and uh, he was an older guy, but he was a big Smash player, and I'm not saying everyone's like that, right? He was too busy smashing. He was too busy smashing, man. He ain't got time for that. He ain't got time for the Hodokans and the, the hooky-doos, and the flash kicks, or one the hooky-doos, and the, who's who's (laughs) creadonts. But um I don't know, like Smash has essentially become a joke in the fighting game community, but it's also one of those things you have to respect because it it is a fighting game. Like and it's not an easy fighting game to learn either. But uh I'll give you an example. Like there's usually always two Smash games at Eva. Which is weird. You have Smash Melee, which which and uh Whatever the latest smash is, so it was Smash 4. Now it's going to be Smash Ultimate, but Smash Melee came out on the GameCube like how long ago now? But it's still be playing at EVO, you know? So people are kind of like, eh. But the thing is, in order to get EVO, it's you really have to, I don't know, it's really by votes, like people vote to see what game they want to see at EVO, and that's the thing that everyone's mind when Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite didn't make it into a, a main stage, like it was there, but it was on a smaller stage. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like it was, it was kind of tucked away to the side. Like, yeah, we'll do a tournament, but it'll be like 30 minutes, and there's like only like 180 people signed up, you know, because it didn't, it didn't get voted on the main stage because no one was playing the game, sadly.
1: And they had the right because functions.
0: That, they had the right functions, man. And it's also a shame because that game on a high level is impressive to watch.
1: The game's fun to play, I watched,
0: Yeah, it's very fun to play. But it just didn't have the backing from the community or its developer. <laughs> so, that was an issue. Bunch
1: of nerds.
0: So, basically what I'm trying to say is everyone's a bunch of freaking nerds.
1: You <laughs> pansy. Mama's boy.
0: And they need, and they need to play a real man's fighting game like
1: like um what was that? What was that uh Heavyweight boxing on Sega Genesis, where you had uh, all the, greats, the great heavyweights from when we were kids and, and before our generation.
0: On Sega Genesis? Yeah, I think it
1: was Sega Genesis. I'm pretty sure it was Sega Genesis. Was it It's called TKO or something? Maybe it had uh, I, I, George Foreman on the front. I don't remember if it had George Foreman on the front. I, for some reason, in my mind, it was like blue with some... Stars, you know what I'm saying? Like a American flag esque kind of thing going on. Either way, it had...
0: too patriotic
1: it, five out of ten. It had um it, oh god, it had Holy Field and all those guys in there. I don't think Tyson was in it. If he was in it, no Tyson wasn't in it. But it had uh anyways, Tyson. you could pick your character and they would give their uh, like their little slogan or their little saying. And it was like <laughs> You, I think you'd even taunt people. You'd be like, yeah, you sissy, you pansy, you mama's boy. <laughs> like, just freaking <laughs> all these little raw recorded one-liners. And uh, I can't remember the name of the boxing game. Either way, yeah, when I start talking to I John, I, I, that pops in my head so much. You pansy, mama's boy, you sissy. <laughs> i'm glad you shared that with yeah, me daryl okay. vander holyfield calling people so basically fanzies.
0: so you're saying is that game needs to be at evo today basically. i'd play
1: it okay well before we get too carried away
0: you gotta tell everybody how bad jt's beating <laughs> you
1: he, he's beat me but it's not it's not terrible this time beat you like a small yeah, dog <laughs> so the <laughs> the true com loot bros leaderboard um
0: I haven't signed up for you. yet. Yeah,
1: you need to do that. Um, (laughs) uh, JT, that one, Steven Seagal, he's got 72 trophies. (laughs) Uh, Resident Daryl, that'd be me. I'm at 39. And Mr. TMNT is at 36.
0: Just anecdotally for the listeners, his name is Dat One Seagal. Seagal. But it's just funnier to say Steven Seagal. I mean,
1: that's what I read when I whenever I read it. That's what I see. So
0: because I just I picture Steve Skull in a seagull outfit, <laughs>
1: just breaking eggs. <breaking> neck. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> 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 It'd probably be more like a.
0: Oh. that's like a that's like a that's not like a dying crow. <laughs> um, but, it is way too late.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like two <laughs> thirty now. All right, so you're back to the twat. <laughs> Um, I like it. So, uh, Google. So, I have listened to some people, some, some Google enthusiasts speak. A- experts. Experts in the field. And I've done a little bit of reading, you know, a couple words here and there. Um, and from my understanding, Google and Amazon have kind of been throwing their names in the hats for a while. Um, this isn't new news, but... uh, I think it was Jason Schreier from Kotaku has kind of busted a story here recently where he's got like five or six sources that are saying that Google's getting ready to throw their weight around into the gaming market and that they have a couple different uh, I don't know if they're console iterations going right now or if they're just concepts but you know they want to get into the games they want to buy some studios and they're talking about like doing more of like a streaming service, right? So you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how you feel about the streaming service stuff. My opinion's pretty strong against it. Um, but you know, from what I understand, Google and Amazon, Amazon said a bunch of stuff a while back, and you know, they even bought, um, they even bought some studios. So it just, everyone's been real quiet, you know, not really, not really saying a whole lot.
0: Right. I mean, anything's possible. Like this was something that I had a conversation with somebody in my family years ago about gaming and the future of gaming. And they predicted that years from now we would, or years from then rather, God, this was 12 years ago now. But they predicted that we would go move more towards like you'd have a console but you wouldn't have physical copies of the game you just download the games onto your console digitally and i was like you're crazy like that just wouldn't make sense why would we do that and we do that now (laughs) so like we're, we're moving towards the whole digital only and streaming and you know uh there's a market there for streaming for sure like you know a lot of companies like cable companies and such predicted that Netflix wouldn't last this long and Netflix is killing it.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> fortune. today it. that said they're going to drop one or $13 billion in original content uh, coming up here shortly. And that yeah. great. $13 billion in their own shows. So,
0: Well, I mean, they're just they're doing really good. You know, like I know a lot of people personally, myself included, who had cable, canceled it just to get streaming stuff.
1: You know? Yeah, I mean, I did that six years it, ago.
0: Even people who can afford cable, it's like they just got rid of it because there's one, there's nothing good on, and two, cable companies keep going up, so you have them purchasing like Netflix and Hulu, and even getting a Voodoo subscription, which is technically free unless you, you know. You buy you can buy whatever you want right like voodoo has a lot yeah voodoo has a, a <laughs> <yeah. laughs> hey, 50 something movies
1: on voodoo right now
0: yeah right like you know the the selection may be a little better on there but it does get pricey but oh, yeah. it's also nice having that convenience of you know and me and my wife used to do this all the time which we will probably start doing this more whenever reagan gets older um he you know we do like family movie night We just go on voodoo order a movie we're bang right you know, right there you watch it it's convenience
1: <laughs> call them voodoo order a movie and bang
0: <laughs> I'm in that order <laughs> go to bed son <laughs> me and your wife's got me and the wife's got something to do it's a voodoo night <laughs> it's a, voodoo, it's a voodoo, voodoo kind of night <laughs> it's a voodoo kind of night but uh, yeah I mean I don't know like I would definitely like to I'm interested to see what they would come up with uh, I know the OUYA or what, however you say it, ooh, yeah. tried to come. Ooh, ooh, no, it <laughs> didn't last long at all. And uh, it, like they came out touting how they were going to be like a steam machine, or an, like an indie slash steam machine, and like nobody bought it.
1: I, I was excited about it too because when I saw the uh, the the initial launch lineup. Uh, they advertised Resident Evil Five as one of their games they were launching with.
0: <laughs> You're like, gonna buy it. You're like, gonna buy it for a game I, you have three copies of. I was like, I
1: don't have that version. <laughs> <laughs> I need it.
0: It's like exclusively on the
1: Ouya. Yeah. Resident Evil Five. <laughs> with Le- the- Leon's original outfit. Yeah, they didn't do such a hot job with. I like, I remember the reviews being kind of poor on it and. Uh, you know, whatever. So the thing about it is is this is like, and this is what gets me is like, I I stream everything, right? I stream, we stream our Netflix, our Hulu, WWE network, all that stuff. My kids watch YouTube. It's basically rotting their brains. Um, and so, uh, freaking like I get the, convenience and all that has to offer but i'm right now i'm currently subscribed to xbox game pass and i don't like it i don't like i don't like well okay that's a little different because you're you're downloading the games to your consoles but like i don't this whole streaming slash not really owning what you're what you're consuming i don't i don't really care for you know i've done ps now which is strictly streaming your games, you know? And it was cool to do, like, when I could stream to my Vita or when I, when I went at the, you know, a couple games that I did stream to my PS4, like, that was fine. But, like, I don't, like, the idea of not owning something, it's, it's just not, I don't like that, you know? Yeah. So, for me, it's like, I don't like renting games, you know, because I don't like not owning them. In a couple weeks, six months, a year, whatever. What if I want to play that game again? You know, or watch that movie again? That's why, like, I own this. Is gonna, yeah, <laughs> I own the seasons of my favorite Netflix shows. Um, like The Punisher. I have I have the season on on DVD, and Daredevil season two. I have the uh, yep. season. You know, I want to get Stranger Things on DVD. Yep, and and. Hey. If, The thing is, it's like, there's nothing wrong with having that stuff there. But for me, it's like it comes down to sometimes I can't stream. You know, like the internet's not working right or the internet's down. Right. Or or the rare occasion that the room I'm in doesn't have what I need to do so. Or uh, up until recently, this is a problem I had. One of my PlayStation 3s wasn't a... um, wasn't activated as one of my primaries. So I would move it from room to room, you know, if I wanted to play a game and didn't want to like, like, let's say my kids are using the big TV. I'd set this PlayStation up, but it wasn't like activated as my primary. So I couldn't go on there and download anything. So I didn't have like, like Hulu and voodoo and stuff like that. You know, I had Netflix, but what I wanted to watch wasn't on there. You know, and so for me, it's like oh, so frustrating. I'm gonna have to put in a Blu-ray, you know, because like, yeah, just little things like that, where it's like, I eventually went in and you know, like activated it, but I had to go pull out my Fat Boy, deactivate it, and then go. Yeah, it was a whole process, you know. So yeah. it was just one of those things to where, for me, I'm not quite ready yet. To, for streaming everything to take over, you know? And I am terrified of streaming games. It's like, of that being the future, you know? Right. like, right now, like, i have two months in a row, I've gone over on my internet data, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I, so I'm having, like, I had to call them the other day. I'm having to upgrade my internet because my family of five is using too much internet. So... <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy yeah that's crazy like, so, I
0: I have noticed too like the older we become the more of like a staunch gamer libertarian we become yes. it's like we don't want the man controlling what we have and, and being able to like monitor it you know and I will say this too like if it wasn't for us still having physical games I would have I wouldn't be playing God of War right now because you were like hey man I'll let you borrow God of War when I'm done with it. And you hand it to me. It was that simple, right? But with the whole push of, like, digital only and streaming, like, we wouldn't have been able to do that. Now, there would be a way to maybe share games. You know, like, Xbox has that option, which I
1: think is really cool. PlayStation does, too. I like to be very clear on that. PlayStation did that first.
0: Oh, like with SharePlay?
1: Well, not with SharePlay, but, like, you could, like, you know, the whole, like, sharing your game library. The way Xbox does? Like you could do that with a PS three. Oh yeah. Like that's kind of been a thing that's happened for a long time now. So. so some people just don't know that. That's why I like to say it. So maybe people ask me, can you as a matter of fact I had someone ask me Thursday, can you share your your game library like on Playstation Four like you can the Xbox one? I'm like, Playstation did it first, brother. Huh.
0: So I gotta be honest. I didn't know that. Yep, yep, yep. I knew that like you could share play on like the PS4. Uh, I, I, nah I do know that like Xbox. That was one of the things that Xbox was pushing for a while. There was the ability to share your games digitally. Yeah. Be, just because they didn't have games to play, <laughs> mm. <laughs> so and that's kind of like the thing now. Like, hey, we don't uh, we don't have games to play, but we can cross play. Yep. Quick, well, grab your pitch your
1: pitchforks and your torches. Attack <laughs> Sony for not. Allowing crossplay, um, <laughs> it's like, hey, they won't let us crossplay Halo. Come on, get them, get them. They
0: They're killing us in
1: sales. Get them. They don't have Halo. Um, but getting back to what you're saying, you know, about Google and stuff, you know, like with Google talking about getting to the, I kind of wish they would. You know, like so. If you think about it, years ago, several years ago apple said they were getting into the gaming market right we're talking like they made this announcement i want to say like into the ps3 xbox 360 generation right and i think a couple years into this gen they released like the apple tv box that had games on it you know i've I've never actually seen one but i I feel like that's uh that was kind of like part of their push um and they've done a good job at making mobile games better, as far as like graphics and crap like that, you know. But unfortunately, like the thing about Apple is, after a certain amount of time, the games, if they're not constantly being maintained, they won't play on the newer devices, the newer hardware. I'll give you an example: on um, the new iPhones, the like eight and ten, will not play the old Resident Evil. Degeneration and there's another one there's Resident Evil games on the iPhone they won't play and I know this because I used to own them and my cousin Zach owned, owned them and we were talking about I can't remember if we were talking about actually playing against each other or if he was just saying he was going to download them either way he said that the new hardware won't support them those games aren't being updated anymore uh, on mm. the flip side there's a Spider-Man game that I owned that won't that's not supported on the new hardware and a lot of games disappear off the marketplace, so you know when you're talking about doing an all digital market and a streaming service, and even if it is downloading, you know if there's like there's the option to do that, you still run that risk of games being like p t pulled from the market and you just lose yep. them mhm-,
0: you know, I still have mine by the way,
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's why i that's why I'm so like I still buy physical, you know. Like, sure, I'll buy games digitally on sale. Um, But if you look at my library, a lot of times I still get the physical version as well, you know, at least for most games. Um, and, And so you have Apple that said they got in, years ago they were getting into it. You got Amazon who said they were going into the gaming market, that they bought some stuff. Was it Double, was it Double Helix was the studio they bought? And turn them into Amazon games, something or whatever. And then there's a, um, I thought like there's another one. I thought like there's two studios. Either way, um, but then they put out the Fire Stick or was it the Fire Stick or just the Kindle Fire? Either way, they put out their Fire brand, whatever, you know. And they they put a game or two on it, but like it wasn't. Which is didn't.
0: broken, by the way. I, I like to point out, Amazon Fire Stick is broken. Oh, really why is that because <laughs> you can hack it oh yeah like, well like, like crazy yeah 50 bucks you can have everything
1: in the like every piece of entertainment ever yep yeah yep see we have a fire stick, but I refuse to jailbreak it so my pirate days are over I'm trying to be trying trying to be a good boy I'm trying to set a good example yep I get it so so you've already got Apple that pretty much dominates the mobile space. I would. I feel like. I feel like they still sell um, ridiculous amounts of phones every year, and they still put out. But I guess. I guess that's actually incorrect. They have a big marketplace, but I don't know that Apple proper actually puts out a ton of games. You know, I don't know if there's like exclusive Apple games that you can only buy on iOS that's put out by actual Apple. Um but I feel like they, they, as far as mind share anyways you, you, when you think about mobile gaming you think about iPhone gaming um, you know Google Google is a freaking powerhouse like Google could get into the market and could do something but yeah. who you know, in my mind I guess they would just be competing with Apple and then you got Amazon who seems like they're kind of caught in the middle they could put out a console or or maybe just buy studios and create their own games and see that's what i kind of wish would happen you know like i don't think we need more hardware i think it'd be awesome if like from a publishing standpoint google amazon and apple all put together their own studios and or bought some studios you know and said okay yeah, sh- you can play our game on nintendo switch you can play games on um, PS4 and Xbox One, but they're more like a Ubisoft, Activision kind of thing, you know. Where right. it's like Activision's putting out Call of Duty, EA's putting out Battlefield, Google's putting out, you know, like whatever they have, you know. And then uh, and Apple's putting out whatever. They have. It would be cool to see more big, like more publishers of like like that. In my opinion. And if they actually put together quality studios, you know, and or bought some studios that are already existing, some of these indie studios that are already existing. Because then, you know, come E3 time, you have you know, more, more conferences, cool. You know, you're talking all three of these companies, they've got money. So they could, yeah. they could legit do some some cool stuff, in my opinion. So I think it would just be neat. I don't know that yep. I want more hardware but it'd be cool if they organized and put together some uh, you know some studios some put out, put out some original stuff that that you know maybe other people aren't doing
0: yeah I think too also too it would create more competition you know like if they come out and actually presented a console that looked worth a darn yeah you know looked good they had a good good plan for the future then sony and xbox and nintendo can look at that and well sony and xbox can look at that (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like you know say "Hmm, that looks pretty good we need to step our game up and it would like create that competition create that you know um kind of get them out of complacency a bit you know what i'm saying which i fear that sony may be in a place right now of, of complacency could Be wrong, I mean, they 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 still have their foot on the gas for a while now. You know, there's the PS5's in development apparently, and then we have, or so they say, and then uh, you know, we have a lot of big titles coming out like last of Us 2 and Death Stranding, and which you know, the titles we won't see for a while, but they're coming, you know. Um, I just feel like they may be in a place of complacency, not to mention. <clears throat> Everybody is pointing the finger at them right now, wanting them like demanding them to do crossplay. Um, I even had a buddy of mine uh, take a stab at Sony today, and he doesn't even have a PlayStation. Like he's a PC Master Race guy, and yeah. and he was like taking making digs at Sony because they're like not playing nice, quote unquote, with crossplay. Um, you know. And we have t- we talked about it a little bit on last show. Like if, if it was here, we would abuse it. But yeah. you know, it's not like a, you know, Sony fans are we're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to mention most people who are that dedicated into gaming, or rather, if you own a PlayStation, chances are you own an Xbox too. So it's like, or have one. One, you know, or have one. One, yeah. So you kind of have to like weigh your options. Like, you know, do I want to invest? more into my PlayStation, or, or, you know, are all my friends playing Overwatch on Xbox, so I'd get it on Xbox, like, what do I do, you know, um, for us, or for me, rather, I should say, you, you have an Xbox, but <clears throat> for me, I'm so invested in, in my PlayStation, I'm not gonna run out and buy an Xbox, you know, even if, like, the new Gears just looks like a must-have, you know, me being an X like, Gears fan, um, can't say X, like, I, I really do still enjoy Gears, I just don't have an Xbox, so I don't play it
1: well i i feel what you're saying dude like i said it's just and it comes down to i don't think we need more hardware and yeah and that's kind of even even though i have the x an xbox i don't use it you know and like i use it once (laughs) i think i played online with my brother um three times last year three or four times last year um my for my entire xbox live membership for for three times you know um and then my kids used it for a while because they put out this indie game. Um, they they uh, there was a there's a studio called Chains Awesome. So chainsaw, but awesome. Chains Awesome. Uh, and they put out this <laughs> little indie game uh, called Night Squad. I,
0: I like how you wanted me to catch the play on words.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, they put out an indie game called Night Squad. My kids love it, you know. And my son, hundred percent that game. You know, and it's kind of tough. He,
0: kick, he kicked my butt again. The, game. yeah, the game's like,
1: awesome. I, I, I'm man enough to admit. And uh, and so, uh, anyways, I say all that to say. So my kids wanted a freaking Xbox One in the house to play an indie game. You know, but it wasn't available on PlayStation. So it's like, I'll buy the hardware if you keep quality games. You know, right? I, I don't want more hardware. You know, that's why we don't have a Switch yet. You know, just because I'm still avoiding, you know, and it's got quality games on it. Um, right. I'm just avoiding another piece of hardware. You know, I just, I'm not ready for I'm not ready. He so, wasn't ready. He wasn't ready.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's my thing. Like, I've had multiple chances to purchase a Switch. One in particular was actually kind of funny because my wife was going to go out and buy me one to surprise me. Couldn't find them anywhere. And then, like two months later, they're everywhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, now that I have already uh, burnt this money on pills and weed, they're everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I've had multiple chances to get a switch, but I've been kind of reluctant because, you know, I'm so invested in my PlayStation, and there's so many good games coming out for PlayStation that I know I'm gonna want, going to want to play. Um, like like every time a new fighter comes out, I get it for PlayStation. You know, like sure I could go out and upgrade my PC, get on a PC, but at the same time it's kinda like <sighs> I enjoy I enjoy having that convenience of playing it on my PlayStation. And you know not it's to mention work. Exactly, not to mention I take my PlayStation with me to Fight Night and locals and stuff with my setup, so it's just easier to grab my Playstation as opposed to grab my old PC. Yeah. Um you ain't but, PC, bro plus i'm 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 afraid that I'm gonna do exactly what I've done with most Nintendo consoles as of as of late is I'll get one and I'll enjoy the heck out of it but I'm gonna end up just playing on playstation yep and I don't want that because I'm not really in a position where I could just take my switch with me and play it you know like I work and I work in the elements outside. Yeah. You know, it gets really hot in the van when we're, you know, when we're not running the air conditioning. So my, my switch would be exposed to that. And then when I'm in the, when I'm done with the job and I'm on the way home, I don't want really to want to touch the switch with my dirty bleachy hands. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, granted, I mean, I guess I could find time to play it when I'm in the bed or something, but that's really when I should be doing things like sleeping, <laughs> Or playing whack a mole.
1: Oh playing bury the pickle.
0: Or or reading. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or bury the pickle.
0: Or bury the pickle. Yeah. <laughs> or who's in my mouth?
1: <laughs> ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. <laughs> Those are all
0: fun party games to play in your bed at <laughs> night, in case you guys are wondering. <laughs> uh you wanna land this plane? <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been The Loop Bros Podcast episode 32 We appreciate y'all so much for listening uh, <clears throat> Just a reminder We do have a Facebook group, it is a closed group But go to Facebook, type in The Loop Bros Podcast uh, And ask nicely, we'll let you in Be a part of the discussions uh, I try to post things in there daily Whether it be memes Or, or interesting articles Or just things that you feel like posting Because it's our group And there's nothing you can do about it Hillary Clinton
1: Lock her up Lock her up (laughs) Uh,
0: If you want to find us You can find me on Twitter at PG Frosty You can find me in a Facebook group You can also find me on Twitch at PG Frosty Uh, I try to stream on the weekends I'm going to try to stream Sunday Uh, I don't know if I'll necessarily be I might actually be at Pulp Central Gaming in town uh, That night And they do streaming So if they stream I might just share it onto my page. Sweet. So you could catch their uh, matches and stuff on there. Because they finally got Wi-Fi to the building. Yay, technology. They finally got a waifu. Yep. The waifu, big old waifu pillar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daryl, they can find you on the Facebook
1: page? Yep, just the Facebooks. And then Resident Daryl on the PSN. You're not going to come back to Twitter, are you? Uh, I mean, every now and again, I'll, I'll use the Loot Bros Twitter and like a bunch of political stuff.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do here.
1: <laughs> it's just funny stuff happens every day, and I, I need to I need to hit the little the little like button for the um for the stuff and things. Um, nope, just uh, true trophiescom Look up uh, in, under the search bar the Loot Bros podcast for our. Uh, True trophies leaderboard feel free to join even if you're not a trophy hunter per se you just you never know you have some of those weeks brother where you just <coughs> stop popping them
0: but well, just remember no matter what you do you will always be five steps behind Steve as
1: <laughs> which is funny where he was consistently not winning until I called him out and now he has sold, him, sold his soul to trophy whoring so, it's, it's a good man. He's doing God's work.
0: <laughs> he really
1: is. <laughs> that dude is freaking <laughs> getting trophies that, and just going and going and going. I'm like, man, it's funny because I told him, I said, you're going to get burned out. And then he's like, nah, here it goes. I'm about to go. And then he texts me back. He's like, yeah, I'm getting a little burnout, out. And then he made it stay burnt out, maybe stay burnt out for two days. And he's like, all right, here we go. Stacking plats again. Let's do this. <laughs> Stacking platin. So it's a mad respect for that, dude, because that's work. I mean, even if it's a chump game, it's work. It's still work. It takes man. time. You don't just, you don't just you, click a button and it's done.
0: Right. You know a lot of them games he plays, too, to get trophies. he's He probably doesn't enjoy at all. Like, there's no way you, you can enjoy all those games. But if you're getting trophies, and a lot of them, then maybe. I don't know. Yeah, wait. Well, I mean
1: you he, might just enjoy getting the trophies. He might just enjoy being first place on the Loop Rose right. leaderboard. <clears throat>
0: uh, so if you have any questions, if you join the Facebook group, feel free to ask us. We we try to do community questions in there before we record, but it was really late and everyone's probably <laughs>
1: asleep. So we didn't bother this show. But yeah, we record it, I mean it's uh, currently two forty seven AM yes it's late
0: it's so late I have vocal fry <laughs> yeah, that's, that's us we appreciate you listening we'll catch y'all on the next episode Sylvie Barrage Sylvie Barrage right
1: Hit the streets with the truth, tell them that it's on. Get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the street. People need to know we're living in the war zone. Hit the street with the truth, tell them that it's on.